queen to the show at any point if you have something you want to add to um to add to the add to the knowledge and the day we're happy to hear from you uh, don't be calling with no nonsense now we're not here to listen to your karen on um but you can call 415-550-0511 and um i don't know we might answer the phone if we can figure out how to answer the phone here all right so here we go we only have 30 minutes so you know but we actually got a little head start so we're actually doing really well this today oh, yeah. all right so i'm gonna play you a little bit of this artist and i just like this want you to let me know when I, when we're done if you um if you know who this artist is all right uh, are you uh, ready uh, boo yeah i'm ready okay i'm excited okay here we go I have definitely Here comes the chorus. Here comes the chorus, girl. Okay. So you're singing along. What does that mean? Okay, so I know the song. I've definitely heard the song. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> I've definitely heard this song, but honestly, like, I, I don't know who it is. Okay, so this song is a gay anthem, and the singer is Sylvester. Sylvester! Have you heard of Sylvester? Sylvester Stallone. Have you heard of Sylvester the singer? No, I have Queen. not. Oh my God, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be mad, but I mean, so you've never, you've never heard of Sylvester before? No, I've heard the song though. Okay. Really queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that you plugged that in there. So, well, I had to. Uh, oops, I guess I should um not allow incoming text. Sorry about that. Um so, listen, a cu- couple things. So, growing up like I am a child of the 70s. So, even though I, you know, I knew Sylvester, I wasn't obviously out and gay at the time, but Sylvester was literally, you know, he paved the way for techno music, house music and all these amazing things, but he was known as an out gay artist. Um he was an African American artist born in Watts and he was a fixture actually in the Castro. Oh wow. Yeah, he did lots of really cool stuff. Um I don't know like, you know, he was one of those people that at the time he would go out and parade around in dresses and it was very unapologetic about who he was at the time. Can you imagine in the early no, 70s, late 60s that, that this was something that was like, you know, completely, completely unheard of, Yeah, completely especially like being African-American. And, you know, he was born in Watts and his family absolutely did not um, appreciate or approve of his homosexuality. So he had to find friends, as we all did, yeah. to uh, that were kind of like him. So he... Um, he actually met a group of transgender and um, and queer uh, people in a group that was called the Discotex. 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 I like it. Discotex. <laughs> and um, and they got into a lot of trouble in in, in L.A. And uh, you know I don't know if you you probably don't remember the the, the riots that happened. 
in Watts. No, you're way no, too young no, for that. No, Anyways, no, there was a period of time where there's some riots, and these group of people they all went out with Sylvester, and they looted like a lot of people did. And uh-huh. what they looted was wigs and lipsticks, and it was like yeah. kind of a joke that Sylvester always told. Yeah, I, is this interesting? Right? No, it's so interesting. I mean, I I I think back to like right when I was like growing up, and I was like so scared to be who I was. And this is like in the '90s, so to think of like someone like him who is just being himself and yeah. and uh just like not caring what people say yeah well this is a bit this is a bit who graduated from high school wearing a blue chiffon dress and a beehive wig I mean, oh, oh my okay we have somebody's phone going off in here whose phone is that i, I think no it's idea. tweet the turners she's always leaving her shit laying around <laughs> i think i got it off now so no so, but that's amazing that uh, that he was just being himself and and not really caring what people think and just going against that like status quo um i mean I, did he did he ever get into trouble like was there ever any type of situation where he was like being like arrested Seriously, you want to know if sylvester got into trouble i'm sure he did girl really because <laughs> that's like really important <laughs> i mean really girl <laughs> i don't know if she, i'm sure she did get into trouble actually he did get into trouble quite a bit but we won't get into all that stuff um he did a lot of covers though which is interesting because sylvester um kind of he had obviously his own original stuff but he did a lot of stuff that was uh cover music and the thing that was so cool about that it was kind of like his his trademark he would take other people's songs and make them about himself he would change sometimes the the gender or change the kind of the storyline to make it about him which was very interesting because he was able to transform those songs into into something that certainly gay people could relate with um you know eventually he went on to um to uh, do a lot of his solo stuff and uh he ended up working with some really cool people have you heard of martha wash no Oh my God. Okay. We have so much to teach you today. Um, have you heard of, um, have you heard of Jeannie Tracy? Um, no, no, I have not. Wow. Queen. Um, okay. So yeah. So Jeannie Tracy, if you remember that you, if you go out right to clubs and stuff, yeah. so do you remember the cha-cha heel songs? Put your cha-cha. Yeah. Put yeah. your cha-cha heels do, on. Yeah. Okay. So that's Jeannie Tracy. Okay. She's done a ton of stuff and she also sang, um, backup for Sylvester. Oh, wow. That's yeah. amazing. You know who else sang backup for Sylvester? The yeah. Pointer Sisters. I don't know who they are. Yet. Oh my god! I just literally created four shows <laughs> in like one episode. I don't know. That's the, the point. The Pointer Sisters. <laughs> the Point Sister. The point. It's the Pointer Sisters. <laughs> so wait. Oh wait. Um. Okay. So we um we have a call coming in. So I'm going to show you some more music. Um. Uh, while we're waiting on this, all right? Here we go. You got a net. Fabulous clothes. Look at all the fabulous people. Yes. You wanna dance? Yes, I'd love to. Let's party a little bit.
All right, all right, all right. So, here's the thing. Um, I have a really special guest online. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Jeannie. Jeannie, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you? Hi, Jeannie. Thank you so much for calling into the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeannie Tracy. Hi, how are you? Good. We're here. I'm here trying to educate the children on some on Sylvester today. And of course, you were such an intricate part of his life. And I know you're not feeling well, but we just really wanted to say thank you for calling in and thank you for being part of our first show. We love you for that. How you doing? Absolutely. I love you too, darling. Well, Jeannie and I have performed together uh, many times, and she's an amazing person, and I love that she called in just to be a part of our Sylvester Day. So let's hear it for Jeannie Tracy. Thank you so much, Jeannie. Thank you, and thank you for keeping my brother alive, all right? Of course. You got it. We love you. Thank you, Jeannie. All right. Great show, you guys. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that was Jeannie Tracy. That's pretty crazy that she just called in just to say hello. She called in just to say hello. I've known her for a while. She um, she's done a few things with me, and or I should say I've done a few things with her. And she's just really an amazing person, super fucking talented. And uh, yeah, she was a big part of Sylvester's life, singing background for him for a long time, along with Martha Wash. Now, here's going to blow your mind. So it was Martha Wash, mm-hmm. um, a woman by uh, the name of Isora Rhodes, and together they were known as Two Tons of Fun. Two tons they were they were big girl honey, and so they were two yes. tons of fun, and and they later became known as the Weather Girls. Oh wow! Why? Who sang "It's Raining Men"? Oh, see okay. how these things all circle. intertwined. It's oh, all coming that. back full circle. It's amazing. Yeah. So um, I think is Tweeka's phone finally shut off here. I think so. You Tweeka, you're popular tonight, honey. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, an interesting, just a couple of interesting facts since we're here in San Francisco about yep. uh, about him is um, he performed at the main stage in the 1979 Gay Pride Parade here. Uh-huh. Um, he uh, performed at the Castro Street Theater. Oh, wow. And yeah. actually, the Castro Street Fair was actually uh, um, one year after he passed was thrown in his honor. It was a tribute to him. Um, oh, wow. So, you know, he did so many, so many amazing, amazing things that, um, you know, to keep keep things alive. Um, <clears throat> he The show at the Castro Theater was called One Night Only, and it was a retrospective work um, of, of a lot of his stuff. Oh, wow. So what was it? Do you know what it was about? Girl, I wasn't. Girl, you how old there? do I look? How you old do I look, there? bitch? <laughs> Jesus. No, but I will say this. Like, okay, so he did something that I, I, I wanted to do in my lifetime, but obviously yeah. I'm not going to be able to do anymore. But in 1985, he was able to work with Aretha Franklin. He and Jeannie, who we just talked to, um, were invited to sing background vocals for Aretha Franklin's song, Who's Zoomin' Who. But you might not remember that song. because Who's Zoomin' Who? No, I don't remember Yeah, so we have a lot to teach you, girl. This show's going to be on for a few years. Thank God. (laughs) I know. I wish we could drink cocktails in this booth, because I need one right now. No alcohol zone. Yeah, this is a no alcohol zone, so we're just going to have to do a lot of cocaine before we get there. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, let's just... Let's just get wild. Just get wild before we we get here. Is this... Am I just, like, blowing your mind right now? No. (laughs) Just like, like, I need a drink. (laughs) No, I find it really interesting. I, I, you know, I'm excited to be here because obviously like many of the times that we're in the club dancing i'm just like i don't know who this is but i really do want to know who they are so i'm excited that we're doing this and that you're um finally teaching me girl i got a lot to teach you more than music honey let's start with that jacket um (laughs) 
but listen, I just I, yesterday actually I was watching some clips of Sylvester, and there was one of him on the Joan Rivers show when she had her own talk show at night. I don't uh-huh. know if you don't remember that because you were younger too, but nope. I barely remember that. But I know that it had happened, and he was on there, and it was really cool. He sang this song called "Someone Like You," which was done in the late '80s, which was a song that I actually do remember because I was um, in high school, and I just I kind of remember because I was I, even though I wasn't out out, I was I was out I was gay, yeah, and I was going to gay clubs, and I definitely remember this song, "Someone Like You." Um, it was a really cool song, and and he so he performed it on her show, and then afterwards he went over to the couch and and talked with um with her, and he basically I, I remember he was he they were talking about like she's talking about sexuality or something like this, and he's like, well, I've, she's like, I've worked with drag queens before, and he's like, I'm not a drag queen, yeah, I am Sylvester. <laughs> I was like, yes, bitch. Keep so he's like very androgynous, very androgynous, yeah. yeah, and and you know, but 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 not a drag queen. But not a drag queen. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's he would not say he's a drag queen, okay, right? From yeah. what I understand, but uh-huh. um, for, for most of us, we would say he was a drag queen. But his label tried to make him more androgynous because they uh-huh. didn't want, they didn't feel like a drag queen could actually do much. Yeah. So they uh, they tried to make him a little bit more um, androgynous. So. You know, it was uh, it was something that he had to struggle with, and something that he pushed against um, to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that he, you know, he, he always said that this is a saying, or actually he said that his career transcended the gay movement, um, <clears throat> and that he said that his sexuality had nothing to do with his music. He said this is literally a quote from him. He's like, "When I'm fucking, I'm not thinking about singing, and vice versa." <laughs> Right, which is true. Yeah. So, so many gay artists, you know, it has to be about you know who you're sleeping with. It's 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 kind of it's this weird thing. Like me being uh, an out Billboard recording artist in the beginning, you know, you always struggle with should I be myself and and be true to my music and true to who I am because that's going to make you the best performer, or do you have to make a decision to kind of fall in line with what you know what will fit, what will work, you know, what the, what the trends are, what's mm-hmm. acceptable, yeah. and it, and it, it definitely is. It's definitely. Um, it's definitely a hard choice. And uh, did he, you ever find yourself like turning down opportunities because of your sexuality, or them not wanting you to be true to who you are? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, there was a, a label that I almost signed. How are we making this about me? I don't I know. Love where this I show is that. going. <laughs> um, no, but absolutely, there was a label that was interested in me, but they told me I had to, um, you know, act straight. Which obviously, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's at that point I'm like, it's too late, girl. It's too okay. Late, yeah. She's Everyone been to knows. the club. She's been out on a barrel. She's been to the rage and the mother load and all these LA, <laughs> LA bars at the time. Um, but you know, it was interesting that um, he, he was openly critical about um, what he perceived, you know, uh, within the gay community itself. Some of the divisions that happen within the gay community. Uh, he quoted. He said. He said, "I get this conformist shit from queens all the time. They always want to read me. They always want me to do it their way. I'm not going to conform to the gay lifestyle as they see it, and that's for sure." Which is kind of cool because not only was he not conforming to mainstream and not only was he not conforming to what the straight world wanted him to look like, but he was not conforming to what the gay community itself wanted him to look like. Yeah, it sounds like he was just far beyond those like barriers and walls that the gay community puts up that we don't we're so like blind to see sometimes yeah 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 for sure so i'm gonna play that track um someone like you um it was 1986 and this was a track that um sylvester put out i remember it um i was in high school at the time and um it was just a really cool song that has a lot of really um a lot of really great memories so um, i'm gonna play a little bit of it for you now and you can tell me what you think here we go awesome
this ad. I couldn't believe it. It was, it was for Furry ad. Pup. It was like everything I ever wanted. <laughs> he was trying to get some action. It was for it me, honey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Jay, what did you think of? What do you think of? What do you think of? Like, like you. Oh, she got oh, it, girl. I like it. No, it's definitely catchy. I liked it a lot. It's very funny. It, it puts me right in the club, honey. So here's an interesting thing, and I think this is kind of an amazing thing about Sylvester. He's one of the very few artists that actually, um, when he passed away, he had created a will, and his mm-hmm. will um, basically left all of his proceeds to two um, HIV organizations. Oh wow. One of which was AIDS Emergency Fund, which is now part of PRC, uh-huh. which is um, the, uh, the the nonprofit that I'm doing the Donna Sashay Songs of the Season next, oh, wow. in, that, in the next couple of weeks. Um, that is the organization. So um, it's kind of cool. And so they continue to receive all the royalties. So if you don't have um, Sylvester's music um, or if you're missing something in your collection, make sure you go out and you purchase it because every... Every bit, every little bit of amount that you uh, that you buy, and every bit of amount that they raise, actually goes towards these um, HIV organizations that continue to need it um, today. So that's kind of cool, wow, right? That is, that's really amazing. So you're going to go out and buy some of this stuff, Jay? Yeah, I'm going to buy it all. I'm going to buy it all just so I can support you, Brian. Duh. Support me, <laughs> girl. I ain't dead. <laughs> I might look at, um, you know, what's, uh, interesting. Uh, there's a club in LA called catch one. Mm-hmm. And this is like, I used to dance at this club. Like we, we used to go out dancing because the music was amazing. Like we would go to this club and we would leave this club soaking wet. Yeah. And it was like, like it was straight people. It was gay people. It was white people. It was black people. It was Asian. People. It was like all this crazy mix of all these people. Yeah. But th- we were there for the music and you would just, uh-huh. I mean, you would just dance and you would leave there and your, your jeans were two soaked, shades darker. Yeah. They were, <laughs> yeah. They were completely, they were completely dark. And, um, I just, I didn't even know this at the time when I was going there and I didn't even know it actually till recently, but, um, Sylvester used to perform there all the time. Oh, wow. So, but uh, this was before you, right? So you didn't ever see him. I, yeah, no, I never, I never saw him. It was, yeah, it was, I think it was his, he had a band called hot band and Uh it was, it was him. Um, well he he broke up with hot band and then there was a new band called the four as, and it was, um, a new set of backup singers. It was two black drag queens (laughs) named Jerry Kirby and lady Bianca. And I'm not talking about Bianca Del Rio Mm -hmm. because the bitch can't sing. No, she cannot. Trust me. (laughs) Can't hold a note. Can't hold a tune. Can't hold a joke either. Anyway, um, <laughs> love you, Bianca. Um, so yeah, so they and they used to perform at Catch One. It was called Jules Catch One. Um, it was a predominantly gay black club, um, but the music was amazing. And we used to go there and just dance. I mean, there was a time when music and and when you'd go out, it was about dancing. Yeah. Something ha- you know, and you really connect with people and you yeah. dance and you just. Now it's more about you know it's a little, little more disconnected, I think. And yeah. you kind of go out and I mean the drugs are definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people you know, are just, uh, I think the guys are just, it's more cr- like, I guess it's like more sex focused. It feels like more than just people there to just dance and enjoy themselves and be with their friends. Right. And I think that's, that has to do with some of the drugs that are going on out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that make true. you more sex focused. Yeah. Um, back then, you know, we just did a, a quaalude and an ecstasy, honey. And we were set. <laughs> we were set. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> or even some, I don't know. Some, there's, um, I know there's some people out there like, what about marijuana? Cause that was <gasps> like obviously really big in the seventies, but yeah, I mean, that's just how it was girl. I know. I, I'm so jealous that I, I didn't get to experience that that kind of club scene back then where it was just about the music and going out and dancing and having fun with your friends. Uh, I don't get 
get that today, which is very disappointing. Yeah. And I think, you know, honestly, I think I feel like in a, in a certain way, it's kind of moving back that direction. I think for a while it yeah. got really dark. I think um, crystal meth got in the scene and it made things a little darker and mm-hmm. <clears throat> disassociated. And I think hopefully now we're starting to get back to, you know, that, that kind of time where it was about the music and, and about just being your, being your best authentic self. Yeah. You know, honey, you do you boo. I know. And honestly, like any time that I've been like having an amazing time and really connects with the music, I'm like sober and I'm just like just standing by the DJ booth and I just am like, I'm sorry, wait, 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 You said, did you say sober? Girl, don't tell everybody what I'm doing and what I ain't doing. Okay. Cause I haven't seen that in a long time, girl. But no, yeah, I think like the, the times that I really have had had amazing time at the club, it's just been like me wanting to connect with the music and making that kind of like my focus. So, yeah. Well, so, you know, the one I'm going to try to basically educate you on one other song, which is another one of his big songs. Um, and one that he was actually very well, well known for. Um, and it's a song called, do you want to funk? And it was a really high energy dance track. Do you want to funk? Do you want to funk? Funk. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And it was Sounds co-written, fun. uh, co-written, um, with, um, Mr. Crowley, who was uh, actually, uh, uh, did a lot of work writing with Sylvester and um, it was released in July of 1982 so I was two <laughs> and um, yeah it was my mom used to sing this to me to sleep oh okay it. I'm totally lying my mom never sang to me um, uh, <laughs> but um, so it, it absolutely did well it was like one, I'd say probably one of his one of his bigger hits and so um, I think um, I think we should play it just a little yeah. bit of it just so you can hear it yeah let's see if I, I know this one I, I bet you know this one alright here's, okay. here's our here's our last Sylvester um, song for the evening. I'm ready for it. Okay, you can see I'm new because that's not the song. This is the song. I'm so pretty. song it's such a great song jay likes the clapping part uh, clap clap 
clap, clap. <laughs> no, girl. Wrong timing. Oh, damn it. Uh, so what do you think, girl? I've never heard the song. Wow. It's an awesome song. You really need to like, now that you kind of are familiar with them, you kind of need to download them and like oh, listen. I'm diving in. And the history. You know, I, I want to leave today with um, one last little story. Um, about Sylvester, um, at one point he, you know, eventually he died from HIV and AIDS, yeah. and um, he attended the Castro's 1988 Gay Pride Parade. It was called the Gay Freedom Parade at the time, mm-hmm. in a wheelchair, being pushed along the front of people with an AIDS banner along Market Street, mm-hmm. and all the crowds as he passed them, um, they shouted out his name as he passed by. Wow! Um, and uh, they said the next the uh, the next Castro Street Fair, which was a few months later, as we all know. Um, was named a tribute to Sylvester, and that was in 1988. And mm-hmm. and even though he was like too sick to attend because he was, uh, you know, he was he was very very ill at the time, crowds chanted his name to such an extent that he was able to hear them from his bedroom. He was li- he lived on Collingwood, um, yeah. right up by the edge, and yeah. so people were chanting his name because it was the tribute, and he was able to hear it from his bed. It's pretty Aww, pretty amazing, amazing. and and, and, it sh- and it shows really ultimately what he did for the gay community and and yeah. how influential he was, and how in a time where being gay was not okay, he stood up for who he was and stood up for what he believed in and really made no apologies for um for being himself and that's something that even though maybe i didn't experience it firsthand and yeah. you didn't experience it firsthand mm-hmm. um it's something that we can learn from our history history yes about you know about uh about someone who was who was that uh that influential in our lives yeah, no, that's amazing. I am so excited that you, that you taught me about him today. Yeah, and so um, the last thing I'm going to say is that in 2005, he was one of three artists that were inducted into the Dance Music Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. Alongside Sheik and Gloria Gaynor, two <laughs> other people you probably don't know. Nope. Um, and, <laughs> yeah. and in 2016, Billboard magazine actually ranked him as the 59th most successful dance artist of all time. Whoa. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's, that's huge. That is that's a huge accomplishment. That is pretty incredible. Well, our time is up here today. We're super excited. I hope you enjoyed the show. Oh, Jay, we did it. We got we through did the first it. one. Oh my and, God. And you know, we got our groove. This is brand new. Neither of us have ever done radio before. So this is, this is all new. There's yeah. a lot of buttons and all kinds of things. Going to put the cookies <laughs> up in this machine. I don't know how to work this shit. So, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we don't know how to work any of these things, but we're, we're doing our best and we want to hear from you. So if you have ideas, um, show ideas, if you have, um, you know, people that you think we should talk about, um, if you have, I have heard of, you know, somebody say to you I don't know who that is and you feel like they should know who that is yeah. reach out to us we, we're in a couple places we're on Instagram at really queen radio and we are also um, we have a website which is a really queen radio.com and you can reach us at really queen radio at gmail.com which is also on our website so um, we are super excited and we are here every week from 6 until 6 30 p.m. and we also want to one more time thank Tweeka Turner and the House of Radio for having us be a part of this show every single week we look forward to spending more time with you guys and you guys. Uh, and really appreciate it we'll see you next week Bye-bye. All right, all right. House of Pride Radio. Wow, let's have a nice round of applause. Raz up for Really Queen. <laughs> really Queen. That was fabulous. Thank you.